Welcome to Double Dose of Raw Talk Podcast, your weekly dose of many discussions and opinions, a show where we get comfortable being uncomfortable. And remember, no topic is off limits. Now let's talk about it. Just start. And I was like, okay, fine. So I'll do it. No problem. Yeah. But here we are. All right. So welcome back, guys, to another week and another episode on Double Dose of Raw Talk Podcast. I am your host, Misty. And today we have. I have to laugh before I cry. <laughs> this is the type of day I'm having. Um, we have an amazing guest. I so okay, my listeners know before I started this platform, I had like a personal page, right? Like a private personal page where my kid is like all over it. And so this person who is here with us today, I've been following her ever since then. Um, besides the fact that I've like met you in person. And yeah. you know, it it but you know, I want to be able to shine light on the fact that it's more than just, oh, I actually know her. Like, excuse my language, I actually fuck with what she has to service here. So, like, you, you, you I, I, I have to be able to say that. I have to be able to notate that, that the person we have here today is truly about community and the soul and so much more. And I am so grateful to have you here today. Ladies and gentlemen, we have Melanie Santos here on the show today welcome melanie thank you that was such a beautiful and heartfelt intro because we do know each other in person we ended up being like at a, at a party together and i'm like we have so many people in common yeah. like can we just be friends and yeah. this history episodes yes yes we actually happened to um it's so funny because i have seen you through the mutual friends and when i'm talking about events i'm talking about these people just celebrated like five years wedding anniversary and y'all was at the wedding at baby showers. Like I've seen, I, yeah. I remember when Ava was in your belly. Oh my God. Like, oh like I've seen it. And it's like, you just know, Oh, like I've seen this person. I've seen this person. And it clicks. It's like, no wait, I follow her. Like I know who she is and like everything just falls into place. Right. And so this has definitely been a long time coming for me. Right. I have a show here Everybody knows where we get comfortable being uncomfortable and no topic is ever off limits, right? But there's a bigger picture here, right? They always say like with podcasts, like you have to have a niche and just one thing to talk about. And I'm like, uh, 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 no, I don't. Like I could talk about whatever I want, right? Anything that I feel is relevant to my life and who knows to how many others. You just never know who it's going to touch. Other people's stories can really be that impactful. And so this is part of the reason why you're here too, um, besides all the all the good stuff about the community and your brands and all that other stuff. Um, but um, we are going to dive right in and kick off this episode with what it, I always kick off every episode. Here is raw mess of the week. And so we get a little messy here sometimes. Okay. Ready. Ready. All right. Okay. <laughs> but this is actually something that I had seen and I always reference back to like television, right? Um, because I find it that in TV, whether it's, you know, fiction or not, there's always some form of a story behind it that at some point somebody went through, right? It's relatable of some sort. Or it's a topic that really gets to you, right? There is this this show going on that I'm like such a fan of and I've been watching it. And one of the things that um one of the episodes um really uplifted was the concept of what is meant to be or how it's meant to be and forgiveness, right? So MTV has this show now about people hiding their partners in the relationship, right? They think they're being hidden. 
And in this one story, this gentleman is like, she's hiding me. I know she's hiding me. I don't know her friends. She does. We don't go out on public dates, this, that, and the third. And so there's a reason, apparently, why she was hiding him. It gets a little messy because this is where I want to shine light on the mess. She, apparently, the reason why she hides him is because she doesn't want anyone to know that they're together. Because the reason why she reached out to him in the first place was to get revenge for her ex-boyfriend who cheated on her with this guy's ex-girlfriend. Here's the thing. When the shit hits the fan and she comes out and admits it finally, and she's crying hysterical, she says, I did not expect to fall in love with you. I did not expect to get to know you. And for this relationship to like last this long. And for a second in all his anger, all his anger, he's like, you lied, you lied, the intention, how dare you, the revenge, like that was bad intention, all that. One of the hosts says, okay, we established all of this, right? We checked all of this off. She knows what she did wrong. She just admitted it to you, right? It's about the principle, the lie, the deceit and all that. He asks him, Now that this is all out there, now that you guys can talk about this, you know, can you work through this? Can you forgive Mm -hmm. and can you move forward? Mm -hmm. And the other host, and it made me think, I said to myself, well, she would have never reached out to him and hence fall in love with him had the cheating never happened, right? Mm -hmm. She actually saw it as, I didn't expect to fall in love with you, but I did. I love you. I fell in love with you and I've been scared to lose you if I tell you the truth. And so I want to bring this to the table for discussion, right? Because forgiveness Mm -hmm. is something that's very big to me on this platform. And also how sometimes we have to just kind of like read and see all the facts of a situation. Right. Right. Um, Not to push away what our principles are, but sometimes there are some rare situations. And so I wanted your little, you, you know, your, your, your insight on this and a little bit of thought on this because I saw some commentary on it and it was like, oh, guys, you have to watch the whole episode to understand because mm. I kind of just really wanted to sit neutral to this. So give me a little bit of your thoughts on this. As you were talking, so I think about relationships a little bit differently, hence yeah. you know, being what I do. Yes. Um, and so when I'm hearing about this, I just hear like she's acting out of fear, acting out of ego, which like ego is super important in, you know, the spiritual community. I think it's really misunderstood still. People think about ego and they're like, oh, you need to like suppress your ego. And it's just like, no, you need to be in harmony with your shit. Otherwise, things like this will happen, right? You need Mm -hmm. to really be in communion with your ego. Otherwise, you're going to go and do ego-filled things or your ego is constantly going to be crawling up, you know, every alley in your life trying to take a hold of it when you don't have a hold on yourself so she definitely acted out of ego poor guy was bamboozled now they're in this like love triangle what happened to the other guy that she was gonna get like she was getting revenge on i mean the the ex-girlfriend and the ex-boyfriend totally disappeared there was no point to that right because there was no point oh gosh so uh, when we talk about like forgiveness for what for one i want to say like the reason why i think about relationships differently is because i see relationships as being assignments so everybody i think comes together to learn a lesson um unfortunately the dude that was bamboozled and even the woman who was doing the bamboozling had a lesson <laughs> to learn here and yes i mean 
we could talk about like what happened and how it ended. Did, did they end up together or is that like unfinished? Yes, we they know? decided to work through it they together. They decided to work through it. Okay. So they have like much learning to do still. When, mm-hmm. when it comes to forgiveness, I think it depends on where the person is, um, where that person's mm-hmm. awareness is at. If that person has a relationship with their ego, how you know far they're willing to go to learn the lesson if they can learn it in private or with the person. There's a lot of nuance mm-hmm. when we talk about um, forgiveness in, in relationships. For this guy, I mean, I can't give them any advice because I'm on the outside looking in. But if they were willing to come back to, you know, get back together and work it out, they, they, it feels like they have an uphill battle. Because who's to say he's not going to continue to, you know, feel insecure, you know, in this connection with her. Um, and for anybody else who's listening, because I feel like people who are going to listen to this are going to feel triggered. Like, that happened to me. Or, like, I was cheated mm-hmm. on and, like, I'm dealing with these things. Listen, I know that story very well as well. I've been through many relationships where I've been cheated on, you know, got back with the person, uh, dumped the person, had to deal with forgiveness in some type of way. At the end of the day, forgiveness has to do with yourself. More with yourself and less about the other person. Forgiveness is yeah. about releasing yourself from the situation, from the connection, releasing your mind and your your hold, your mental hold on what happened and the hurt that happened, and more so making that pain useful to you. How can you make that pain into power? Um, so I wish them all the best, <laughs> whoever these people are, you know, that they're able to like build forward from this and um, cultivate a relationship built on trust and, and understanding and love and truth. Because that just sounds absolutely nuts. That sounds crazy. It is nuts. No, it's totally nuts. I mean, if I have to be 1000% honest here and keep it all the way raw, that would have been a done deal for me. Like, uh uh-uh, no, you have bad intentions. Like, I'm walking away, right? Right. And I would have been that person to not even think twice about how I felt. I would have been destroyed. He would not have seen me cry. I would have cried in the shower. But like, you know, the whole nine yards. But, you know, looking at it from the outside, it's kind of like, I mean, damn, I kind of. Let me really try and put myself in his shoes. Right. Not what Daisy would do, but what would Daisy Misty do being him? Considering right. everything he's already experienced, what he's lived with her and all that good stuff. Because I would agree. The forgiveness piece is definitely one thing. And then it's like, well, you're choosing to move forward. So now it's the trust mm. component. It's exactly. that piece, right? It's like, how do I trust that every single step we take from this day forward, the intention is going to be genuine. It's going exactly. to be because you're really here. You're saying you didn't expect to fall in love with me. You are in love with me. But then how do I know it's still real moving forward, right? Exactly. Um, and so, you know, for Ramas the week, it is a little messy, so I had to mention it. But also, it definitely opens up a very much so deeper look into relationships. And I definitely wanted to bring that up here because I know your lens on relationships. <laughs> <laughs> and I do know for a fact that there's people who need to hear it, right? right. Um, so thank you for that. You heard it here and you can hear it from her when you follow her. She thinks of relationships as assignments. And I love it yes. because there is so much to learn um, from all sorts of relationships relationships that we have day in and day out and that's what really my experience to be quite honest now forming part of your community and being part of the Melanie Santos you know the the circle and 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 so many of the workshops that you you provide for us um, as community members I've learned no matter where my emotions are and I allow myself to feel those emotions I've learned to truly embrace every experience with every person that I have day in and day out and truly learn from those things instead of making impulsive decisions or irrational decisions. I I choose to sit there and really dive into journaling, 
as a reflection, what did I learn from this? Like, mm-hmm. where is Daisy before this piece and, and where's Daisy now? Um, and so I have you to thank for that, for sure. Thank so you. that means like you. so I literally just got off of an, Insta- an Instagram live where we were talking about this mm-hmm. and, you know, diving into like, what is relationships? This doesn't only mean relationships with people, but when we talk about relationships, it's literally anything and anyone that we're in relation to. Mm-hmm. And I ended with like, don't dismiss a thing see everything and everyone as an instrument in your healing journey and getting closer to your higher self. So to hear that means like, yes. I'm like smiling from ear to ear. Yeah, that really means yes. a lot to hear. And for the record, let me just say this. I wasn't in that IG live because I was rushing home from work because there was something that <laughs> happened. But I, I I learned this, right? Because That's how I know, I know you're being real. Yeah. 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 You you say this. You, this this is this is part of what we learned from you. Um, and it's, and it's helped me and, and don't get me wrong. My emotions have been all over. Mm. Anxiety has been all over, like all that. Right. But I'm still learning and I'm, and I'm able to still learn and take all of it in. And, and, and I've learned not to deal with it, but to learn how to cope with it Mm. because life is going to throw me limes lemons oranges apples and all sorts of other fruits. And and I got to make the best fruit cocktail here as I can. It's as simple yep. as that. Yep. Um, we're going to go into as raw as it gets. And this is where we get a little deeper uh, with our guests. And I want to definitely open up with my little sentence. Community is surely everything. And so is living in your raw truth. Mm-hmm. Your offerings are truly for la comunidad, your community, right? Yes. I am part of that. Um, and it's it's truly a blessing to be able to be part of that. But I want to shine light on Melanie's story and your purpose, right? How is it? How is it that it's one thing to get there is another to continue sustaining it and living mm. in your raw truth? Right. It's uh, it's definitely been a journey. Um, when I think about my journey, which obviously I often have to do because yes, I am here servicing the community through, you know, offerings that deal with mind, body, spirit, wellness, and deal with holistic health and spiritual guidance and all the things in between. But at the base of it, one of my, the pillars of my work is being the example is not just like making content and making videos about what you should do, but rather, Hey, this is what I'm going through. And this is what I've done to help myself. This is what I am going through with my depression. This is what I'm going through with my anxiety. This is what I'm going through as a parent, as a mom, even when I was working in corporate America, like this is how I'm balancing, you know, my extracurriculars, my nine to five with my five to nine. And not only has that been freeing for me personally because I feel like everybody not everybody's meant to be on the internet talking about hard things like you and I do on a daily basis but um but it's been super freeing for me and I think like everybody needs an outlet so it's been that's been that for me but it's also helped me connect with so many people so many people that are going through the same things as me have no idea that people even go through that which is sometimes even more special to me like oh great I was able to shine a light on this thing that people go through and this person had no idea great now I've given you you know this new perspective this new this nuance to look at but also people my favorite thing is just connecting with people that I've been able to help by just sharing my truth like it never gets old uh you know I do a lot of interviews and people always like ask me like what's the best part is it the gigs and is it the like working with famous people and is it like the I'm like yo none of that shit matters to me what literally matters to me and I and I say this with all of my heart is literally connecting with people 
you know how I get in the middle of like a virtual hangout where we're like talking like I literally like I stumble over my words because I turn into like yeah. such a big nerd like a big goofball about yeah. talking about stuff like this talking about our yeah. feet let's talk about our feelings that that hypes me up so when it comes yeah. to like my journey it's been <laughs> it's been special again it's yeah. been freeing it's been hard when we talk about consistency sometimes it does get hard there's been years yeah. at a time that I've dropped off um and said hey I'll be back and sometimes I'm back in four months sometimes I'm back in two years but like I came back um mm-hmm. and yeah it's 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 hard but somehow I've been navigating somehow I've created this community somehow I continue to sustain myself and I have an income and I'm able to do super special projects and sit yeah. with beautiful people like yourself that are able to um, highlight me my work and, and important topics along the way so thank you yeah I want to shine a little bit of light on something that you said because when I started the show and I got no shame I will hold myself accountable I'm the first one to check me I say that here all the time I always have this thing about not missing a single week. I have this mm. thing about it, right? One way or another, there would be a guest and I was really good with it. Um, coming to my first year anniversary on the podcast, which was in 2021 and doing a live show during my live show, I actually confessed and I admitted to those who attended and even those who tuned in virtually that I was 2.5 seconds away her, my therapist to be evaluated and be given um, antidepressants. And I pushed a little bit on that because I have had a situation in my life where I became a little bit dependent on medications. Um, and mm-hmm. that was when I was going through my divorce years ago. My son is now 15. This was around when he was two. So I really pushed back on that. I wanted to really dive deeper into therapy as opposed to just resorting to medication because of that fear of what happened to me before, right? Not because there was any shame because I've definitely shared on this platform and I've said it to everyone. I'm in therapy, I'm in therapy, and I'm in therapy. And that's that. That That's what helps me, right? And months pass and then I realize certain things are affecting me now. And it's physically, I'm getting sick. I got really sick this past December. I got pneumonia. And I lost my voice. I could not be on a microphone, no matter how much I tried. I was out for more than a month. For more than a month, I just I couldn't do it. Right. And then, you know, my 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 community, my listenership knew this because I was able to figure out a way to communicate that. Right. And to stay with some form of presence and 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 communicate. But it was funny because one of my closest friends said, What is wrong with you? You've never missed a single week. This isn't like you. And what I realized at the moment, that was her way of just saying, hey, are you okay? Because, you Mm. know, me and my best friend, we do the tough love thing. Mm. But then I realized it was me. I held myself to a consistency standard where I wasn't Mm. allowing myself to breathe. I wasn't giving myself the space and the energy that I've been talking about on this platform time and time again, I realized that my body was talking to me and I wasn't listening. And I realized that I had already set a certain expectation of me with my community and my listenership that when I couldn't show up because physically I really couldn't, I had pneumonia Yeah, that it was like, whoa, where did you go? Right. And then I realized it was that I did that part. I, it was it was it was me who did that, and 
I didn't think about myself when I set that expectation because the reality is since then I have taken a week or two off since then I've given myself that opportunity to rest whether it's my voice, whether it's my mind from a creative standpoint, whether it is from my, like you said, my five to nine, because my nine to five went a little bit over, right? I've, I've learned to give myself and allow myself that moment, that day, that week, just to regroup and recharge and really take care of me. Um, and I've been able to figure out a way to communicate that right on this platform to my listenership that I played myself in thinking that consistency has to be showing up every single week. Yes, mm. sure, no problem. But it doesn't necessarily have to be on this microphone. And right. it's about how I sustain my community and my listenership to know that maybe I'm not on this mic, but I'm still always there. And there's still something you can come back to, whether it is my very humbling ebook or it is my podcast, right? There's still something there for for me to share with you, even if I have lost my voice. And I wanted to bring that up because I wanted to know how your comeback, if that's what we can call it, has Mm -hmm. been when you've given yourself that opportunity to regroup, to recharge, to heal, or, or to just step back for a little bit. Um, how have you been able to come back considering that you've had a strong community that has still been there to see you come back? How has that been for you? First of all, thank you for sharing that. Like, I feel so seen (laughs) by you sharing that. And it's also like such a testament of like going through the hard things, being able to learn the lesson and being able to evolve through it. So proud, so proud to hear that from you. (laughs) When it comes to consistency, it is without a doubt one of the major things that I struggle with. Um, The reason why I talk so much about mental health and physical health and spirituality is because I battle with the same things. I'm a neurodivergent human being. Um, I deal with such crazy bouts of ADHD that I have to take time away. You know, sometimes my depression in the past has been so bad that I have to, like you said, like I am incapable of showing up. Um, And I'm not going to say that it's been easy. It's, it's, you know, I've been on the internet with the blog that evolved into this business since 2013. So it's been, it's been again, a journey. And it wasn't until like the last couple of years that I realized that being consistent has nothing to do with quantity or the amount of time that you spend doing something or the amount of posts that you post and everything to do with being consistent in quality. And that's how I found that. Or how I've made it okay for myself to flow in grace so that I know when I step away, I've given my community everything that I've had. Mm. You know, I've given mm. people my word and my heart. I give them my time. You know, I am I really do hold space and I, it's something that I enjoy. I truly love and I really pride myself on so that I know that when I step away, I make sure that folks are taken care of, like whether it is like an Instagram post, here it is. Like I did it last June when everything was happening uh, with Black Lives Matter and just, it was just too much. The pandemic and back in 2020, it was just too much. And I'm like, I need to go away because my mental health is not good. Here's a post with 10 slides and each slide is going to inform you on a place that you can find whatever it is that you need from me. Bye. See you. See you after the summer's yeah. over. Like whether it's something like that or like you said, just finding a way for you to inform your people. I'm going to be gone. I'm good. Here is where you can find me 
or, you know, what you would normally get from me, or here's where you could find similar, you know, resources or offerings from other people, because I think it's also important to like, let's loop everybody else in, you know, so that people can still stay, say service and, you know, they can still be held. But like, I realized along the way, and I think it's something that I'm still, I'm definitely still learning is that I can't hold people unless I hold myself. And I know that's really corny mm. and cliche, but like we can't, no, you not. can't be on a mic being raw and like doing all this. I if can't. you're not getting, getting raw with yourself. Right. I can't, yeah. you know, be helping people remember who the fuck they are if I'm not doing it for myself too. So it's really been about learning that lesson of like what consistency really is, it's a, you know, really um, driving down on being consistent in quality and making sure that I can get that time away. Super, super mm. important. Absolutely. Um, one more thing I want to throw in there with the journey. Um, you started this blog in 2013, 2021. And throughout this journey, there's been marriage and there's mm. been motherhood, right? So wifehood and motherhood. And listen, we see what we see. You share. And and mm. and I have to say, I do feel like you you keep it raw because here's the thing people Thank like you. i've seen her in action in person as a wife she has and a mother actually, and, she has actually seen me as right a wife and, mother. and like <laughs> this is really who she is right and but for me like you know now that your your daughter is getting older like i know um your husband definitely supports right and, and you guys have such a beautiful and strong partnership Thank you. but now that your daughter's also like school age and she's like understanding more and more and i see she taps into it too how has that journey been for you because i know what it is to have a person looking up at me and saying just quit your job mom and just do this right. thing like full throttle like i i know what that's like but how is it for you because she's still so young and she's growing with you. Yeah, it's definitely, I will tell you this. Becoming pregnant and having my daughter changed the game for me. And I think uh, many moms, if not all moms, can say the same for, for good and for bad reasons. But like, it has changed the game for me. If it wasn't for me giving birth, taking maternity leave, realizing all I could do when I wasn't behind a desk or just seeing what the truth of my calling was... I wouldn't be here. I just would not be here. She is, and my husband too, there's such driving forces in, in my life. And um, in what I'm here to do, they are for sure, without a doubt, huge parts of my soul mission here. I know that we came together as a soul family. I'm bringing all these like spiritual terms in, but like when I say soul family, I know that we've traveled through different lifetimes together to make happen whatever we're about to make happen. Mm -hmm. I don't know what this little girl is about to do. I mean, you've met her in person. She's just like, she's just an astonishing human being. She really is. (laughs) Sometimes I'm like, how did I, how did I, how do we even make you? Like, Mm. where where did you even come from? We know she's going to do crazy, crazy things in the world. So that helps us. Like it keeps us on our toes. And I think again, like you probably feel the same way about your kid, but like she definitely keeps me going. Um, she's definitely a big part of that consistency. Um, keeping keeping it going, keeping the quality high, making sure that I am out here in the community helping people that need it because she's the littlest person in my life and the person that needs me the most. Um, yeah, she's like everything. Motherhood has changed the game. Yeah. Even when you mentioned like the timing of it all, like starting out in 2020 and 2013 and it's 2022, like 
I didn't even factor in. Like, that's a long time. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Leave it to me to do this because I, I do I do things like this. Leave it to me. But, I mean, you know, it, it's kind of like, again, it's that person that I am, like, looking at it from the outside, right? Yeah. Because, I, like I said, I've seen from the inside, like, as sitting right next to you, I've seen it. I, I've seen it. And it's been, you know, even if it has been an event here and there, it's been beautiful to see that. Like, literally, she went from this to, like, this whole person. And she's, this like, such a doll, person. right? And it's, like, but because I know who her parents are, like, as people, like, not just, oh, someone I follow on social media. Like, right. first of all, like, for you to say, like, how did we made you? Oh, I could see how y'all made her. Like, she's just, like, the she's perfect, like combination <laughs> like here like she really is but it's also the concept of just seeing it from the outside to really witness this part of your journey right and 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 to just see how she is just so in love with it like she 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 loves her mom and you can tell but she, she also does. wholeheartedly believes in what her mom does and yeah. I think you know when you said um you know I I, I do have you know he's 15 but you know, I noticed like now today and he's 15, like where have all these 15 years gone by? I don't know. But mm. now I realize, you know, I joined this challenge and I'm going to it's with the same person. I did a seven day self-care challenge about three weeks ago and I joined the seven day mindfulness challenge with her. And it's a free, you know, challenge that she does. She's just part of her community. And one of the things she does, she reminds us to write three things that I'm thankful for. And one of the things I wrote was that I am witnessing a 15-year-old young man mm-hmm. who has just surprised me so much in who he is as self-disciplined, self-driven, and self-determined, like on his own. And the reason why I wrote that down is because I said to him, you know, it's not that you surprise me because I doubted you. It's just, it surprises me that you are part of me and this is who you are. And the consensus was from him. And apparently this conversation happened with like his father and like his family and like, you know, my family when I'm not here, it's like, well, I got that from you. Mm, I was just going to say that like our kids are mirrors of us, tiny mirrors. And it's like, so that, all of that that you're seeing in him is like, hello, are you seeing this on your, in yourself too? Because when we're here, like battling with the consistency and like, oh my God, I have to step away from the mic and like all these work and all these crazy things. Like here are kids doing the best yeah. that they can. And we're like, wow, you're doing such a great job. It's yeah. really us needing to say that to yeah. ourselves. And, and that's what it is. It's like for a second, I'm like, I re- I'm going to commit to do better to, to capture these little moments because I don't want that because I need to sit out for a moment from being on the microphone to regroup and recharge Mm -hmm. that I'm also not reconnecting with him. And I need to remember that that's part of my regrouping and recharging, right? It's it's the motherhood piece of it too. You know, I don't want to be that parent. This is a raw moment here, right? Um, When we're talking about journey, right? Mm -hmm. Because like I said, Ava's so little and here he is 15. I'm like, oh, he's independent. Mm -mm. I can't, I can't forget that I'm still his mama. He still needs me. You know, he, I I still need to be connected to this part of his journey that essentially is part of mine. Um, So I wanted to shine light on that, on on the balancing act of the motherhood and the wifehood too. Um, We're going to lead into the double or nothing. And this is where we, you know, put another dose on it, on, on who our guest is and and what we have in offering. And we're going to touch base on a little deeper with the spirituality and the healing. Um, You definitely... 
speak very strongly on mental health on a very personal note. And of course, with your community as well. Um, I want to shine a little bit of light of what happens when we are facing the unexpected, when life is just life and it happens, right? And how spirituality plays a part in that, in in the healing aspect of it all, right? Um, We wake up every day, thank God, thank the universe. And it's great, right? And and so we would love to think, hey, today's going to be a good day and then life happens. And that could be from something so small to probably the most largest event in our life that could just switch it up for us and flip a script. I want to know how does that look for you when it comes to healing, how that has been as part of your journey and what that has done for you in being able to teach and to share those offerings with your community. What hasn't it done for me? It's taught me the true meaning of surrender which is a huge buzzword right now and on the internet in general, I was going to say in the spiritual community, but just in the, on the internet in general, surrender, mm-hmm. surrender, surrender. What does that even mean? You know, it's really taught me the meaning of surrender. Surrender has nothing to do with giving up and everything to do with being again in communion and in harmony with the unknown. You know, mm-hmm. I always say like, God, the universe, Allah, Jesus, whatever you want to call mm-hmm. your it. I'm not here to, you know, I have, clients and community of all different kinds of faiths and walks of life mm-hmm. uh, whatever you want to call your it but just be in conversation be in conversation with yourself with your conflicts with your I always joke about like love and love and light like love and light because mm-hmm. my community is like everything other than that I mean we do focus on it but like we're so much more about the shadow work mm-hmm. uh, but be in communion be in communion with yourself be willing to dive into your light be willing to dive into your darkness mm-hmm. uh, knowing that and learning that has made me a better person inevitably and made me such such a better teacher I think I think I'm about to get real raw in here but one of the things that I dislike the most and I see it a lot being again amongst other spiritual teachers and spiritual leaders are the people who act and carry themselves like they're holier than thou Mm. right let's Mm. talk about healing because I've done it like no sis no brother like you are not done and neither am i neither is he and she and they and whoever like we are not done here Mm -hmm. and i cannot like this is a journey uh i would be very weary of the people who stand in front of you like oh do this because it's true and it's the end all be all and like this is what spirituality is absolutely not i think we all have to and i think myself you everybody i think Mm -hmm. we're all spiritual teachers everybody's here as a teacher at best shout out to maya angelou this is my favorite quote of Mm -hmm. hers at best we are all teachers we are all teachers we are all instruments in each other's lives we're all here in connection and in relationships in assignment with each other um and we have to be willing to again teach the lessons have these conversations but let people have their own experience Mm -hmm. and so me being able to dive into my light, into my darkness, share the bits and pieces that I can, digest it for myself first, because again, mm-hmm. have to take the time away, step away, give myself what I need, carry myself in as much grace as possible, and then come back. It's almost like, I feel sometimes like Moses going into the desert. This is where my Catholic school girl stuff <laughs> starts to come out. Went to Catholic school for like most of my life. I go out into the desert and come and bring back the Ten Commandments mm-hmm. or this jug of water or whatever, like, here's what I found on my travels. Yeah. And people are always like, Melanie, 
Like, I'm like, don't, I'm not your savior. I'm just the messenger. Like I say it all the time. It's because I think it's so important. And I really wish, and I know, again, not everybody's built for this. Not everybody's built to be like, it's not that I'm telling my business because I am also a very, very private person, but it's more so like, here's what I learned. And it's so exciting because it changed my life in X, Y, and Z way. Here, I even do it when it comes to my, my alignment sessions. One of my offerings is alignment sessions um, where I offer my soul psychic medium, um, where I offer um, these like hour and a half long sessions and I'm sitting with, with people and I'm combing through their energies and explaining to, explaining things to them as their um, their chakras and telling them like this is what's going on in there in your life and this is the energy that's popping up and this is how you can be useful to you on your journey and they're just I say humbly incredible sessions one mm-hmm. because again I'm able to connect with people one-on-one and it's just oh, such a joy like I I, abs- I absolutely love it um, but also just so educational it's so crazy when I see like three or four clients in a week and each and every person is going through something similar. Mm, so something that I mm. do often is go on Instagram or TikTok or wherever and be like, hey, again, here I am coming back from the desert. Here are my, here are my findings <laughs> for the week. <laughs> yes. Like, here's what I found. Here's what's useful to you. Um, mm-hmm. Because so many people are confused about how to go again about this journey, about this spiritual journey, how to mesh the human experience with the spiritual experience. What does it all mean? Is there a delineation? Is it meant to be together? Is this okay Mm. if I do this and I do this too? It's so misconstrued, so misunderstood. And again, I'm not saying that I know it all, but I am willing to be a pioneer in the way that I am talking about it all. Like you, you, I love that you introduced the show saying, I don't have a niche. I'm going to talk about whatever the hell I want to talk about (laughs) when I want to talk about, because I'm, the same exact way I'm a Gemini. I have to be that way. Otherwise I will explode. Um, But I'm the same way, especially when it comes to living your life. Like I can't talk to you about crystals and chakras and energy and spirituality and prayer and meditation. If I can't talk to you about my favorite face wash and how Mm. my favorite pillow and my head wrap and, you know, this thing that I do for self-care that really is changing my life too. Like everything goes hand in hand and we have to be willing to see everything and everyone to bring the full circle um, as an instrument in in our healing and in our journey. Absolutely. Uh, And this is why, let me just say this, you know, it was a very, um, it was a very intense decision, right? When, when I embarked on this journey with the podcasting and shout out to my podcast coach, Carla Ramirez, cause she was definitely on the show. Um, the most recent episode and she definitely would shine light on the niche component. But when I mm. presented this one to her, when I, you know, because when you think of podcasts, you know, you definitely want, Hey, you're an expert in this, you know, like, you know, right. book reviews or something. You could have a podcast on book reviews, which is great right. because I would go to a podcast about book reviews, especially if it's um, niched out to a specific type of a genre book, right? A specific category, anything like that, right? But when I presented this to her, she totally fucked with this idea. She was just hmm. like, well, you, you don't have to niche it out. Like your niche is that you are a Latina woman in your 30s, mid 30s, and you want to keep it all the way raw. You're bringing different topics of conversation relevant to people of your age, alike you, whether it's in career, whether it's in creativity or, or what have you. Um, and she was very open to this idea. And I want to believe that it's because I truly believed in it as well, that it wasn't mm. just something that I just wanted to start just to start. Yeah. I 
my purpose in this was because for quite some time I was being silenced um, in, in a space where I should not have felt that way or should not have been in that situation, right? And lo and behold, how many years later, here I am possibly feeling that same way once again. But you know what? The feeling is different now. And you want to know why? Because back then I didn't have a microphone and I didn't create a platform when I can feel free enough to discuss what I want to discuss and shine light on the things that I want to shine light on today. Yes, sir, ma'am, maybe you might try to silence me. But what I've learned pre-microphone to now post-microphone is that I'm taking all the signs in. I'm, I'm taking notes. I'm jotting down what I need to jot down because... I may not speak today. I speak every day on a microphone every week, have you, maybe every month, but I will have my voice heard eventually at some point. I strategize now, just like I strategize when I come on this microphone. I strategize now when I have to come back to the table and say X, Y, and Z to all your questions, to what you said to me, to that moment that you told me, ah, 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 and you shut me up. You know, there is a different Daisy today. There's a different Misty. But that was the purpose to this platform where I no longer needed to feel like I had no choice but to stay silent. And that was the purpose to why I did not want a niched out podcast. I wanted to be able to have a voice for myself and give a voice for others that do have great things to bring to the table and to talk about. Um, without anybody criticizing or placing judgments or saying, oh, oh, please shut up. I can't listen. If there's one thing that is a pet peeve to me is when somebody just turns around and tells you to shut up. I cannot stand it. It's it's just not my thing. Yeah. It's just so disrespectful. Like, it's like, it's just not my thing. Um, so thank you for even recognizing that because that, you know, that was definitely part of what my purpose has been here. Um, One more thing when it comes to healing, right? Um, There's one thing that you definitely speak on that I love so much that you have. And it will never, I will never forget. I believe it was an IG live that you did with your mom. And Mm, years ago, (laughs) one of my faves too. But you definitely have been someone who has voiced out um, plenty on what healing looks like when we are destigmatizing a lot of childhood, um, Mm -hmm. you know, common core concepts that you know we're just not supposed to speak on um how has that been for you I know healing is continuous right that journey is never ending but how has that been for you since then to today to now you know um when we're healing with what our childhood once was and how we still heal throughout our adult years hard (laughs) <laughs> very yeah very yeah. hard like to this yeah. day I'm dealing with I mean I think for the rest of our lives we'll be dealing with deconditioning ourselves of mm-hmm. the ways that we've been conditioned growing up um it's yeah. actually since I mentioned these alignment sessions one of my favorite things to look at inside people's because it lives you know I'm looking in the body I'm looking in your energy I'm mm-hmm. looking in your chakras and your energy sensors one of my favorite things to look at is people's throats and people's solar plexus. Let's look at your self-worth and how it was impacted. And people are like, what do you mean? And then I start to get into, well, the reason why, you know, your solar plexus, which is, you know, the, the space of self-worth, self-confidence, self-esteem is so impacted is because it's impacted when you were a child. And I kid you not, for all of my black and, all the black and, black and brown listeners that are listening right now, 
the clients who are my black and brown clients are usually have the most impacted solar plexus, the most impacted yeah. self-worth, the most impacted self-confidence, because not only am I looking at conditioning that comes from our immediate family, but conditioning that comes from ancestry and mm. people don't even factor that. So when you ask the question of like, how has it been? I'm like, well, I feel like, again, Moses, the chosen one, like, here you go, <laughs> Melanie, like, here's this new and refreshed consciousness. Here's all this stuff for you to unravel years and years and years. And not only that, but then we have lifetimes because again, you're mm. Daisy in this lifetime and I'm Melanie in this lifetime, but we could have been John Smith and Jane Doe in, you know, mm-hmm. how many other lifetimes that we, our soul has been incarnate in, mm. uh, in other bodies. So we have like all of this work to go through, all of this deconditioning to do, all of these mindsets and belief systems to comb through and decipher, is this my truth? So <laughs> love that you went that you brought up, you know, this conversation with my mom. Um I don't usually share this story, but I will share it now to share like how uh far we've come. When I started my blog in 2013, I started off nicheless, right? I didn't have a niche. I knew that I wanted to talk about all the things that, you know, uh, I was going through as a 23-year-old at the time, um, from my favorite shoes to my favorite song to the concert I was going through to, oh, hey, I just got diagnosed with generalized anxiety disorder and clinical depression. Here's how I'm dealing with that without medication, right? And the first time that I ever wrote a piece a written piece. It was for a Spanglish, a Dominican literary magazine, and it was in Spanglish. And it, you know, shared a lot of like why I suffered. And a lot of it was because yeah. of my family dynamic and, you know, growing up in a Cuban Dominican household and the way that I was treated was different than the way that my sibling was treated. And, you know, just mm-hmm. also witnessing the way that women were just treated differently in Caribbean homes than the men were treated and just all these things um that mm-hmm. people were just starting to talk about I like busted it wide open and just like wrote this piece <laughs> and I remember yeah. showing it to my mom and I think she slapped me to be honest shout mm-hmm. out to mommy I love you <laughs> I think mm-hmm. I, I think she slapped me she was like yo how dare you like put our business out there like mm-hmm. how dare you like we did the best we can and I think during that time you know I was getting a little bit more like cojones to like write about this because I just started therapy for the first time ever like I was finally like getting a hold on my treatment what I needed and I'm like wait a minute I'm doing this I wonder how many people are not and need to hear this from mm-hmm. someone like mm-hmm. me so I started to write about this my parents were not with it they were not with it did not understand why i would talk about this stuff out in the open mm-hmm. um what the purpose of talking about purpose was what the purpose of talking about personal yeah. journey was because all of that was always meant to be calladito that's mm-hmm. like us talking about our problems and our mental health and our money and our, that's no absolutely not that is totally a no 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 and us even fighting about it like us even having a discussion about it, that's white people shit. Like we are yeah. not meant to do this, <laughs> yeah. right? So mm-hmm. here I am like, quote unquote, being rebellious. And I'm like, I'm not being rebellious. I'm just trying to be a normal person. Like yeah. here I am coming into this like understanding of like, oh, I have a human experience and this is what it's like. And I need to take care of, of it in a certain way. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's been a journey. Uh, yeah. I, I, I say that to say now in 2022, my, my parents, I, I really don't know where I would be without them, without their support. They've been at almost every single uh, event that I've ever done, listened to every single podcast, listened to like read everything that I've written, like been to like my mom. I remember my first like um, 
big like moderating conversation that I had on stage. She was right by my side. Like they grew to, uh, I don't want to say understand because I think there are some 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 parts of our lives where we're just never gonna. I'm just never gonna be understood at 100 percent because yeah. we come from different um, different lifetimes. Uh, but they're okay with me being mm. here and them being there. And I know that that's uh, unique to me and to my experience. And so many people um, wish they had that. What I will say is this, have grace with your parents, caretakers, upbringing, community. Mm. People at the end of the day are doing the best that they can. I will never forget that. Like even when my mom likes smacking me and being like, muchacha, mm-hmm. like, why are you doing this? I will never forget her telling me that. And constantly telling me that whenever I would complain, like, you know, and this is something that a lot of people do, like, oh, I'm messed up because of my parents. No. Yes and no. Like, sure, but also, <laughs> also, <No>. have, <laughs> yeah. Also. Like, also, yes. And also, like, again, nuances, guys. Yeah. Like, have grace. Like, that has helped me and her and him so, and, and just my, also my extended family, just like so fucking much is having grace and mm-hmm. knowing that, we come from different lifetimes. We come from different understandings. We have different mindsets. We also have different resources. I was able mm. to like, you know, go through this debilitating experience, you know, go to therapy, have the resources to do that. They did not. They didn't. And even even when they did, didn't understand that it was something that they could do. Didn't have the personal permission or the ancestral permission, if you will, to like go and do something to help themselves. So when we say that we are rewriting patterns, baby, we are really mm-hmm. like the, the 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 script writers of our generation. So please have grace with yourself, but also have grace with your people because people will only do as good as they know. And sometimes mm-hmm. that good isn't great. And sometimes mm. you will know better, but you cannot persecute people for what they do not know. So that has really helped, you know, us so much. And we know that, like, if we ever get to a place where we're just, like, bumping ends or bumping heads, I'm just like, listen, I'm here. Let's meet in the middle because I know you're not going to be able to be in my place. and I know I'm not going to be able to be in your place. And just having those mm-hmm. open, raw, if you will, conversations have helped. Yeah. Oh, so much. So much. You know, it's so funny because I, I, I wanted to. The reason why I asked that was because I wanted, and I'm getting teary-eyed. Oh my God. I wanted to shine light on that. I will never forget for the record. How long ago was that IG Live you do with your mom? I think it was was last year. I think it was last summer or two, either either last summer or two summers ago. Probably like two summers. And and that one still stays with me. Um, I think it was through that IG Live that I realized that I was holding a lot of things holding my parents to a lot of things. And mm-hmm. let me say this, they have four children and all four of us have four different experiences. Okay. Yep. Um, the way I see things is different from the way my brother see things and the way my sister see things. And that's fine. You know, the parents that the two older ones got are very different from the parents that the two younger ones got, right? Because they grew yep. up, they, they made yeah. certain changes. Right. Um, but it's ever since that IG live that I realized I'm not going to be able to change my mom. I'm not going to be able to change my dad. There's so much I still disagree with when it comes to them. Um, their actions, maybe even their decisions, right? And that's not to take away all that they've done for me and certainly not to take away the amazing grandparents that they are to my son. Let me just say that, right? But I've learned just from that IG live that what I can change is the way I approach 
the conversation. Mm, there you go. The, the way I'm having these conversations with them, being able that the same way I can sit there and say, hey, mom and dad, this is what you guys did and this is how I took it is the same way I can admit to certain things that I was at fault. I've learned to communicate that. That takes time because if anybody knows me, if you know how I am, I'm stubborn. I'm a Scorpio and I am stubborn and I'm always right and everybody's always wrong. And that's just me, right? But it's taken a lot of work for me to learn how to have those conversations with my parents so that things don't just get heightened, right? Because how dare I, sacarle en cara, right? Throw these things in my parents' face, like of of something that I saw growing up with my other older sibling or something that I went through, like, who who do I think I am? They gave me life. They put a roof over my head, like all this other stuff, right? But we've come so far to be able to sit there and I could sit there and say, mommy, escúchame, just listen for a second. I speak and then you're going to speak and then I'm going to hear you because if we're talking over each other, we're not going to listen. Exactly. You know, we have to be able to take accountability and behold ourselves accountable and take responsibility for where we probably could have done things different if they weren't necessarily wrong. Cause who am I to judge that it was wrong, but maybe mm-hmm. we could have done it different. And I wanted to bring that up when it comes to childhood and destigmatizing so much um, when it comes to the conversations you hold because of that IG life, because that IG life has helped me look at myself in the mirror and say, okay, maybe it is the way I'm speaking to my mom and my dad. Maybe it is how I'm holding these type of conversations. Maybe it is how I'm trying to get their attention when their emotions get the best of them, right? Because all my parents see very transparently in this platform, this platform knows it is they 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 came here as immigrants and mm-hmm. they've given me everything and I just should not say anything, you know? And so shout out to your mom and, and to your dad for <laughs> where that you. journey comes in because you know, your girl Daisy also got slapped a few times, y'all. On <laughs> 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 Marshall Parkway, y'all. <laughs> right outside oh, the high girl. school. I can't even tell you how many times in front of everybody. Like I have gotten slapped too. Listen, that just comes with it. This show knows about La Chato, my mother, and her hands. They know about her hands. Oh, I've Lord. described her hands that have met my face several times back in the day. But definitely La Chato hands are like legends here. Um, oh but yeah, definitely. But I will say shout out to them and shout out to my parents because you know what? We have to give that recognition of where we have yeah. seen some form of evolution, right? Yeah. When it comes to the relationship with us. And I think that's yeah. part of what um, our individual purposes are, right? How dare I be able to come on this microphone and keep it all the way raw and know how to speak to my listenership. But then I don't know how to talk to my parents about raw exactly. shit. Nah, who the hell do I think I am? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it got to that point. It got to that point for me. And so again, that was the purpose to bring up that IG life because it's definitely helped me to definitely reflect a little bit and to be like, mm, I, got, I got to start thinking. I have to start reassessing. I have to really think about the things that, you know, at the end of the day, the truth does hurt. That's the truth. It, it hurts. You know, when we keep it raw, it takes a lot of balls to keep it raw, but then yeah. it takes even bigger balls to face how hurtful that truth and keeping it raw really is, Absolutely. Absolutely. you know, from all sides. So thank you for that. Um, we're going to go into the third and last segment of the show, which is the overdose. And here we share a little something that we are completely overjoyed with or completely over it. And it could be absolutely anything i mean from the biggest thing to the smallest thing so melanie would you like to go first um overjoyed or over it 
What am I? Or over? both. <laughs> this is kind of like what we do in our community the dump and highlight for, for yeah. office hours i'm like what do i want to dump and what do i want to highlight overjoyed um i just celebrated a 33rd birthday and i am overjoyed i'm gonna give a shout out to me shout out to me i think yes. about that snoop dog uh post yeah. shout out to me for all the hard work no it really mm-hmm. has been i was gonna say a year but it's really been three years for me of intense um, just life happening, um, dealing with uh, severe depression, anxiety, still somehow being on here, making it happen, taking little breaks, but also coming back because hello, mm-hmm. consistency, mm-hmm. Um, losing one of the most important people in my life, dealing with grief. It's just been crazy <laughs> to say the mm-hmm. least. And I always knew that you know, being a psychic, hello, uh, for myself, um, I've always knew that 33 was going to be special. I always mm-hmm. knew that when I reached this point in my life, I was going to have a lot to celebrate. But when you're in the thick of it, right? Um, mm-hmm. And you're like, for context, like laying on the bathroom floor, like not even having an ounce of energy or an ounce of clarity as to how to get up and, and move on. Like, how can I even think about a birthday or like a year being special or me being in good graces and in good light when I'm here. So being able to be on the other side of this um, and witness myself differently because we witness other people and people witness us, but we also have to bear witness for our, to ourselves. Ooh, be able to yes. witness myself in my strengths, in my power, in the ways that I have set boundaries this year, in the ways mm-hmm. that I have learned and grown through adversity, in the ways that I have, yo, this shout out's getting long, but it's okay, no, <laughs> but, go, go. But shout out. out to me. Yeah, it's just been, I'm, I really am overjoyed at being on the other side. Um, and mm. I hope that whoever's listening to this and needs to hear that knows that there is another side there is uh, mm. you know there there is you know i like to now um i was just talking about this with our community but look at the deepest darkest parts of our life as contrast that if you're deep mm. and you're dark and you're in the pits that must mean that there's another side of this that is the complete opposite that while there is pain you know pain only affirms that we can heal through it um, so I'm, I'm really overjoyed at, Oh, I'm getting emotional now, but like really overjoyed. I am at, too. I'm getting so <laughs> teary eyed right now. It's, it's, it's just been crazy. I'm really overjoyed at being on the other side. Um, I did not at some point, uh, trigger warnings to anybody, but like did not at some point think I would make it to see 2022. Um, mm. and here I am well into it. Talking with Miss D, keeping it raw, like, <laughs> and I just really am. Yeah, like it, it really is. We have to, we have to celebrate ourselves. I think I also just yeah. spent so much of my life. One of the ways that I was conditioned as a child, like, no te celebre tanto. Like, don't celebrate mm-hmm. yourself too much. Don't celebrate yourself out in the open because you're gonna make people wonder. And then when people start wondering, they'll start poking into your business. And when you start poking mm-hmm. into your business, that's how you get mal de ojo, and you get people. And I'm just like, yo. Yeah. I had to divorce myself from that a couple of years ago and just be like, I am going to celebrate myself. It is it's not only um, something that I want to do, but a, an actual survival tactic in like this crazy society. And, you know, yeah. I, I need it to survive. So celebrate yourself. Something that I'm overjoyed with is me, my journey, the way that I've stuck by it, surrendered through it all, learned the lessons, been able to go through hell and back. And we mm-hmm. here, baby. That's where I'm at. Yes. Right 
I love it. I just want to say that my overjoyment is exactly this episode today. Um, I did share this with Mel before we started this. um, And I'll feel comfortable enough without disclosing too much because when the time is right, y'all know I keep it raw and I will share. But today was definitely by far a very tough day, a very hard day to deal with. Um, The grass is not always greener on the other side. And, um, you know, what I once thought would be a, such a great shift um, is resulting to be a tr- oh such an assignment. Let me tell you, it's been an assignment. Um, mm. But one of the things that with just 30 minutes arriving home and in speaking, and I feel comfortable saying this, speaking with someone that I that I'm on a daily close to, you know, um, you know, that person said, well, what are you going to go do? Because I was totally crying on the cab ride home. Mm-hmm. I was crying. I was letting it out. Cause I'm like, this is not ruining this episode. Right. And, and I happened to say, well, I'm, I'm, I'm recording with Melanie and she knows who you are. And she said, oh my God, like, this is just so, so meant to be in such an alignment. And it is, it is because I have to trust that that conversation that I had today needed to happen today. I had to trust that it needed to happen today and all those emotions and all the notes that I took mentally during that conversation needed to happen today because of what this episode has just been for me. Um, Because if you're paying attention to this assignment, if you were paying attention, taking notes, you know, Melanie just served several offerings because all throughout these questions, I've captured so much note taking in my mind that I know I need to be able to look back on it, think about it and say, oh, you know what this is now? This is a contrast. And that's the answer that I needed today because I love it. I literally sat there as I was getting ready to come home and I said, why is this happening? Mm. Why is this happening like this? This is not something that could possibly be this horrible like how like this this cannot be this is not healthy not emotionally not spiritually not mentally not physically like why and you know what lo and behold you just gave me that lesson that note taking that I needed oh Daisy is a contrast let me sit with this let me think about this let me go back to all the note taking I've done let me pay a closer look let me pay closer attention to what I already know. And, and let me make sure I'm taking in these lessons even deeper into my soul and my mind. Um, so I don't miss anything. I don't skip a beat on this. And I take it all in for what it is. And I embrace it because you know what this is? This is last year was a transition. This is now a contrast. Mm-hmm. And I need to be able to receive this and welcome it and embrace it for what it is. And Preach. that's what I'm my testimony. Yes. And that's what my overjoy is today. It is. Thank you. Um, Thank you. I'm, I'm so grateful to be a, a li- the littlest bit of a part of that. Thank you so oh my much God, for having You have me. no idea. Like the fact that it's like, what are you going to do? I'm going to go talk to Melanie. I was like, the solution. <laughs> <laughs> was, I'm going to talk to Melanie. Oh my God, I'm probably going to cry. So I got teary-eyed, no. but you know, it's it's all good. Um, well, we've come to the closing of this episode, but Mel, would you please be so kind to tell my listeners where they could follow you very closely? Um because I definitely want them to, um, for the record. And I want to shine light on this, um, because you mentioned it. Um, one of the things I would really love for anyone who needs it, um, for the purpose of how to cope and heal with through grieving, um, please go follow Melanie. That is definitely one raw moment you shared, but I want it to be extremely, extremely, um, 
kind to that space of your journey and and not dig so deep into that because um I I know that it was something extremely personal for you and I do feel that you have shared so much on that that anyone can go see who needs any type of help of of what that looks like through the lens of grieving so if you could please tell the listenership where um they could go follow you Yes, I would love to have and to be in community with all of you. You can find me. My website is melaniesantos.co.co. That is also my Instagram page. Um, that is also my TikTok. I'm on Twitter, Facebook, all the things. YouTube, Melanie Santos. Mm-hmm. Uh, YouTube.com slash Melanie Santos. Um, all my videos are there. Uh, live conversations. The conversation that you talked about with my mom is on my Instagram as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I would love to hear any thoughts, feedback, anything that connected with anybody who watches it. It's like my favorite thing is to continue to have these conversations and to get to new perspectives, to hear people's perspectives, their nuances. Um, yeah, find me there. Yes. And as always, you guys know, I put all the links in the show notes. So make sure you check that out. And thank you, Melanie, for joining me on this platform and offering all this word that you did today. Um, It's it's truly been part of my journey as well. So I appreciate that. And I thank you for doing what you do for us. and I'm going to like stop getting choked up because I'm getting choked up again. Um, but as always, guys, this has been another week and another episode on Double Dose of Raw Talk podcast. I am your host, Misty, and you guys will tune in next week. Bye. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Twitter. And we are live on your favorite podcast streaming platform. Make sure to tell a friend to tell a friend to subscribe, rate, and review. Talk to you later. Bye.